right? How old? I don't know if he would have looked the part. He would have looked fine. He's kind of ageless. I mm-hmm. saw him in a movie called Eyes, I E Y E S D H I S, and it's about a video that that uh, boy recorded stuff. He got a video camera for his birthday in the eighties, and he recorded TV shows and himself. And it's a parody of just it's all shot on video. It's a parody of the eighties. It's good. Netflix eyes, uh, plural. Hulu. Hulu. Yeah, Hulu. It's on Hulu. I can't get it on Netflix it's on DVD. <laughs> no, you can know, try it on Netflix DVD, but you can just go to Hulu and watch it. <laughs> that could take a tab. They don't have that many movies. Good point. This is all shot in um, a high school, Loyola High School in L.A. This really isn't in the, you know, Richard Kelly grew up in middle uh, in a Virginia town, similarly named. Oh. But he didn't. To Southland Tale, the second movie, he goes full on L.A. parody. You that. saw it? Parody. Oh, I've seen it a hundred million times. hundred million times. Okay. Where yeah, do I see it if not DVD, right? It has to be DVD. Yeah, you can see it on DVD. I don't know. I mean, I never typed it in to see if, uh, if it's on one of the streaming services. Okay, so it's um, – he's showing the book that the teacher gave him, and it is The Philosophy of Time Travel. And it was written by that old lady they almost run over all the time. They're le- you know, They're learning. Oh, yeah, nearly killed an author. That's right. Yeah, even. Uh-oh, so trampoline, ironic. Why is it ironic? Because it's a fun time thing, but looks menacing when you slow it down. And then it doesn't look fun anymore, and that's the irony. Okay. Now I get it. You know what irony is. I do. Um, irony was, I think, what it was 800 BCE, right? That's that was the Irony uh-huh. Age. Um, that's right. I'm, well, that's what you did before temp, uh, before your temp job. You can irony all the clothing you have. <laughs> yeah, well, look good. I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna do, shirt. I'm gonna put you. I'm gonna wear you like pants. Oh, the irony. Are you ironing your shirts? <clears throat> okay, so oh. now what we're learning is about, like, Frank says that there's a time travel, and the old lady, you know, the author said, whispered in his ear and said that every living thing dies alone. And now he's like, I don't want to die alone. And he, he's, when he says alone, he doesn't just mean people. He means God. And he just doesn't think if there's a God anymore because it's a ridiculous question. You can never know, and you'll die not knowing. So he doesn't talk about it anymore. And, yeah, Frank wants him to time travel. That's that's just hinted at, actually. This movie didn't make any sense. I'm falling asleep. Carl, Carl, this movie's boring the shit out of me. I'm sorry. Okay, let me try to find something interesting. 
No, uh, I'm back. I'm back, man. Wait. Uh, hey, okay, the infomercials from Patrick Swayze were actually shot at Patrick Swayze's ranch in Calabas, California. Isn't that interesting? Oh, I am so wide awake to hear that. That's exciting. Oh, man. Well, yeah, in 2003, actually... Richard Kelly released the Donnie Darko book. Wow, a whole book? Mm-hmm. It could... Well, I know, like, if you get the DVD, they have the Patrick Swayze video, the separate bunk DVD extra. Like, they, they edited it, to, you know, to make it, like, a, a maybe seven-minute long, kind of SNL sketchy <laughs> uh, video thing. It's funny, yep. you know, it's... it's and you can see bits and pieces from it that they used in the movie. So it makes sense yeah. to shoot the whole thing and just use it as a source. Now, the director, before he finished the script, he was high and he was watching football, just like they are now. And the commentator, uh, Madding, like did these drawings on the frozen frames of where the players would go. And then he hit play. And of course, they went there. So being stoned as shit, he got this idea that everything would have a trail coming out of its stomach, leading you. Oh, that explains. Yeah, that's such a weird. Look at that. It looks like I'm watching the abyss. The abyss <laughs> too. The, the suburbs. Maggie. So the way his father's going to go is predestined, which is straight to video. <laughs> right. To the control room in the dark. The sister. Yeah. Hey. So now Donnie sees his own, and he likes it because, like, yeah. he's like schizophrenic, is he? See, that's the thing about this film. There, he's supposed to be a schizophrenic, but if all this is real, it's the tangent universe, right? Well, he's in control, I guess, or like, I don't know. He's got to get convinced to to save the real universe. You see, but first, but first he has to go to the uh, windowsill where the alluring aroma of pie has uh, swept his nostrils into the room. Oh no! Wait, it's some CGI. All right, so he finds a gun or something like that. Right, he finds a gun. It's it. He was led there by. I don't know, his destiny bubble or something to find it. It's not some serious CGI money in this movie. It's like I'm watching uh, James Cameron. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it got me a gun. <laughs> feels good. Now we hear a plane flying overhead super low, just foreshadowing that somehow a plane is involved in his saving the world. I'll check mark that for later. Twelve days left. I think I was done with high school in '88. I was in college. You were you graduated in '87. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So in '88, I was in a I was college. You went to Brandeis in yeah, and I would send you letters. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty girl. And I would come visit and get ill. <laughs> Which we won't talk about on a podcast. Okay. Yeah. Now, he doesn't get to kiss her, but it's not because she doesn't want to kiss. She just wants to do it in a time 
that's like perfect in which the world is a nice place you know and right now there's this guy staring at him and it's the faa guy even though we don't really it doesn't really get explained yeah so her like affection and kissing and everything like it's part of the trick the the lure she's manipulated dead yeah, that guy is so weird. He was just like hanging out like that. Yeah. So now they learn that their friend, their son has an imaginary friend, you know, and it's they get right. shocked. You mean my son is a crazy? I mean, he's schizophrenic. He sees things and he talks to a bunny rabbit. <laughs> you mean Barbie? Right. Have you seen the movie Us? U.S. Gordon uh, Jordan Peele movie, maybe a lot of a lot of rabbits in that one. It's like evil doppelgangers that hang out at uh, uh, the beach. Evil the doppelgangers—they take your form. Yeah, they like hang out in the fun houses there, waiting to be escape and take over. They're like it's a family, and they see like a bunch of evil families, and uh -huh. but it's like evil and after each other. But there's a lot of rabbits in that movie. Should I watch it? Yeah, it's good. Did What's it like called again? DVD Q. U.S. U.S. DVD. Uh -huh. What year? Yeah. Oh, gosh. 2018, 2019. Oh, so it's I can stream it. Okay, this is boring. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the money they spent. Yeah, oh, I know. Like, then you get the director's cut, and it's like even more special effects. It's special effecty. When in doubt, throw in them special effects. <laughs> I don't know. I think this is a great film. Are you interested? I love this movie. Yeah, it's a, it was a huge influence. I thought I couldn't believe a film like this existed. It was pretty cool. <laughs> this is before like every like every cheap movie is like, oh, there's time travel involved. I think we're in a cheap time loop. <laughs> How do you mean? Well, by saying we're in a time loop, I just saved two million dollars in special effects. <laughs> right? That's a time travel movie. Oh, we're time traveling. Yeah, yeah. I guess we are. Okay. Boom. No money spent. You know what I would like is like um, a, a time travel movie that really does explain what they're doing. Not like, we found a wormhole. We pushed the way right. back machine. Well, like you mentioned, we just saw a scene where Andrew and uh, Noah are making fun of Donnie Darko's name. Like, I had to admit the fact that they're dating kind of adds something to the movie. Yeah. I think so, too. Now, yeah. What we're getting now is this whole pitch about fear and, you know, it's that, good morning, I can't hear you, good morning. You know, it's the standard <laughs> motivational. Correctional school 187, let's hear it. I didn't mean the correctional school, that's the 187 number, I just came up with a PS number. PS 187. Up, oh, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen sighting. 
He's got his. He, he went to the barbershop and said, "Give me a Swayze." Yeah. Dirty Dancing. Oh, oh Frank. Yeah. That's the name of the rabbit. Uh, coincidence? I think not. Uh-oh, chaos in the auditorium. Hi, I'm too short for a microphone stand. Yeah. All right. He says like he gets bullied and he wants to learn how to fight. And Patrick Swayze's like, that is the fear talking, boy. <laughs> Yeah. Wow, there's like a big age difference. Uh-oh, here comes Donnie. Yeah, here comes the smart ass. Huh, what, Donnie? Donnie, that's outrageous. <laughs> How rude! Oh, well, yeah, he's disrupting the auditorium. I feel he's sorry like for that. you, son. You little self-righteous white boy. Well, I'm just saying, you know, uh, I live at home. So he's being personally attacked. You know, like, how much are they paying you for being here? And I think you're the uh, the devil, or I forget exactly what he says. Lucifer. The, the Antichrist. That's what he says. The Antichrist. Wow, that's a good extreme. Well, of course the school is banned to be here. He's not doing it for free. There's one lady in the audience who goes on to be an actress of little note, but I've seen her face and stuff. Oh, Meryl Streep right there. Right, Meryl Streep. That's right. Oh, it's yeah. Fran Drescher. <laughs> wow. Holy What's cow. All right. All right, Donnie. Your rough shenanigans are out of here, right. you. Go sit down. Go sit down next to the other Yay. Yay. He told us what. Now he's ranting and, you know, and she's like, calm down. and He can't. He's wired up. He's the living receiver. He's receiving the artifact. I do like the little hangout place where they got like a full-on couch in the middle. Yeah, of and he drinks alcohol and shoots guns at bottles. And it's right across the street <laughs> from the house of uh, the author. So he's going to write her a letter, right? Yes, he is. Be like, I fucked with your face. I fucked you up, man. You were expecting letters. Fuck you. <laughs> While you're sleeping, I did a mustache. <laughs> I wasn't even hypnotized. I, I was completely conscious when I did it. Now he admits that he's been seeing stuff like hallucinating, like those time uh, bubble things from the abyss. And they're all in that book. Oh. Bling, 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 Okay, so now they're having a heart-to-heart about time travel, if it's possible, 
And if you're doing, it's, you know, if you could see your own future, wouldn't you do something different? He goes, not if you're following God's plan or God's path. And then he's like, I can't have this conversation with you. I might lose my job. And then, like, he's really cool about it. And he says, okay. Well, I think this is a great scene. This is where basically the teacher says, you know what? This is just, I can't. This is not my favorite. (laughs) Yeah, right. I'm at the school. What more do you want from me? This Noah Weil, you know he was in ER and he won an Emmy there. But uh, he was also like one of the guys in A Few Good Men, one of the accused. And he was Steve Jobs in in Pirates of Silicon Valley. That's right, with Michael Anthony Hall playing. uh, Right. uh, I enjoyed that. Who's playing Bill Gates? Right, right. that's right. And so of course, the librarian. Like, it's a franchise. Yeah, that's like TBS. It's like coming up next, the librarians four, more librarians. <laughs> that's right. Are you are you on a cliffhanger from Librarians Three? Well, don't worry, TBS got you covered. <laughs> we went ahead and did a fourth librarians movie. What? It's true. That's crazy. You would figure TBS would have plenty of things to air. Not true. Uh, Donnie Darko got a little bump in 2016 because the calendar days of October that year fell the same. Oh, wow. Oh, that's right. I had a Donnie Darko catalog, uh, uh, calendar back then. Now he, has, he finds a wallet, and the wallet is the guru guy he hates, Patrick Swayze. And then the rabbit's like, now you know where he lived. Oh, the rabbit threw it there. Here's the the philosophy of time travel, and he's showing it yeah, to. I think there's more of this in the in director's cut. She actually says well, in the director's cut that you you can stop taking your pills; they're a placebo, letting us know. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Huh, but not in the movie. The original movie. Right, not in the movie. That got dropped. I don't know why. But it just seems like more on more. I mean, like, he was pretty fucked up to begin with. He doesn't need to be taking placebos. <laughs> oh, how 80s is now, that? Now we get a Seth Rogen, uh, like, we get a lot of Seth Rogen. Oh, right on. So they're saying, yeah, like, you, what if you showed babies nice images? They would grow up nice then. And, like, they didn't think it through. Like, maybe babies need their sleep at night. And they part the darkness is part. IMG, what a great idea, Carl. <laughs> IMG. Z I M G. O M G. O M G. O M G. Oh, look at those okay. guys. So you ever... Now, let's hear some uh, Seth Rogen stuff. Here he goes. Oh, oh, that's awful. <laughs> He's like, out, out, you are fighting. 
Yeah, the same thing in the box. Like, the student acts like a total dick to Cameron Diaz. Like, this says nasty shit. Oh, it's time is right. Kissing. Kissing. Now, she was in the Hunger Games, this Jenna Malone. What, well, what, part, what, uh, what territory was she from? Was she from, like, the rich territory? Or was she I, from, don't like, the... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Now, check this out. They're going to go see, you already know, um, the Evil Dead. But originally, they intended to have Donnie and Gretchen go see Chud, 1984. Chad, really? Yeah. Chad one. Chad one. Too, but I don't know. Like this is this is kind of cool. Like it's pop culture and pop culture. You know, like. Well, guess why they couldn't that... do Chad? Uh, there were problems why? finding out who owned the rights to the movie. It's in the title. It's the it's the cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. <laughs> they own the rights. Just got to go to the sewer in New York City. Yeah. They didn't pay money for the Evil Dead footage. This uh, Sam Raimi, is that his name? Yeah, right. That's the director. He gave it to Timothy Kelly. I was talking to my good friend Chris Mullen. He told me what great movie you were doing. So here, just take a kid. Make Southland Tales afterwards. Now, Donnie is a little annoyed with Rabbit. Why do you always wear that stupid rabbit costume? Take it off. Oh, and then the rabbit says, why do you wear a stupid human costume? Right. Like, Whoa! Exactly. Burn. Burn. Oh. Take it off. Frank the rabbit, you turn the tables on me. Have you ever seen a Halloween costume that looks like that? Never. Never. Only now look. Movies. Look at Frank's eye. Now, the Frank we're seeing is the boyfriend of his sister. So why doesn't he go, you're, you know, you're Frank, the guy I know, yeah. you know? He doesn't do that. Listen, wouldn't you want to see your girlfriend's boyfriend fucked up like that? I guess. Now look yeah. how Gretchen sleeps through the whole thing. She has to. Right. She's well, also the manipulated death. Plus, the movie's pretty boring. Mm -hmm. It's slow. No Evil Dead too. She's not the Evil Dead. She's the manipulated dead. All right, they're talking. What do you mean the world's going to die? Well, he goes, when's this going to end, Frank? And he goes, you should already know that. So, oh, he, I don't so know. Cool. It's some sort of distortion, and we see the house of Patrick Swayze. And he's like, you could burn it down. Oh, yeah. I think it's kind of cool to, to fuck up this movie because it's such a weird movie anyway. Like, right? It's like The Living Dead yeah. and uh, different uh, evil time warps. There it is. Burn Swayze's house. Burn down his yeah. ranch. Watch, he's disappeared. See that? Yeah. One double feature. What's the, the other movie they're showing? Like, huh? The other. Oh darn! I I I read it, that and I didn't. I didn't copy it. I didn't think it was think important. It was I, there it is. Oh no, that's Evil Dead. So he leaves Gretchen sleeping in the theater. 
Does he notice he doesn't really exist? Oh, here we go. Evil Dead, the left depiction of Christ. Yeah, oh, that's that right. Wow. Well, it's supposed to be so scary. It would make a good Halloween. Like. Now, for the yeah. first time ever, we don't see Chinita like the victim. She's leading something now. She's doing something. Right. Now, she a did. lot of people think it's funny. And one guy shouts out, you suck, like, towards the end. But she doesn't. She's like... Yeah. She's no sparkle motion. <laughs> There's sparkle motion. Getting ready. And so Do you think a star code is all about sparkle motion? Betty says, if you feel like throwing up, Sally, just swallow it. She goes, okay. It's like bring it on. Okay, now the internet tells me that Donnie starts the fire without a match, but and he's supposed to be have that's supposed to be one of his superpowers, fire. But I don't know. Oh, yeah. He uses gasoline to. I don't know. Well, he don't forget like he burns a certain part of the guy's house to reveal something, so he maybe had to use the gasoline to. Uh... No, but if you can, I've actually saw a fire like in my house, and it spreads. You don't need gasoline. Didn't Waterman save the day? Man? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> yeah. Sparkle emotion. So you know, I don't. You ever seen the movie Welcome to the Dollhouse? Uh, no. Maybe the the main character's sister also is in like some kind of dance group. Oh. Now, you I know what song the they're same. doing, right? Everybody wants to... You don't know? Well, let's take a listen. No, let's take a listen. Oh, the reflex. Good guess. It's right. Notorious. Oh, the Notorious. I thought it was the River Reflex. Now, it was supposed to be Pet Shop Boys. In a western town in Denon world. But they didn't get the song. It would have been more apt. So they did Notorious. Notorious. And it would have been a totally different feeling. Right. Do you remember the video for Notorious? No, it was a reflex where... It was the Pesmos performing live, and somehow water starts bursting out of the giant right. video above the Duran Duran. Yeah. yeah, like a, like a waterfall. Yeah, right. Which I'm sorry, that's a little problematic. They probably get electrocuted. Now look, see, Donnie's yeah. doing gasoline. Now we don't see a match. Yeah. See, it just flames. But I don't know. Right. I think Donnie, we could have just not seen the lighter, but the internet insists he just did it out of his will. Does this look like the Nirvana video? Oh. <laughs> mosquito! It's Mosquito! 
<laughs> There's a millennial version. There you go. Weed anus. Come on now. Weed anus. <laughs> Entertain us. All right. Anus. Um, Here we are now. We eat anus. It's the millennial version. There's Chinita. Oh, Chinita. So what's the big line is I, I'm starting to uh, doubt your commitment to circle um, motion. motion. Yeah, well, that's coming up. Uh, it's not time yet. You see, Donnie had to burn down the house so that that woman couldn't go to L.A. so that her mother and her daughter, the daughter could be on the plane that will have a jet right. engine ripped off of it to resolve the paradox between the primary universe and the tangent universe, thus saving the primary universe. And you could say, like, wow, Richard Kelly, you did a great job with time travel. Best of luck in your next movie. I wonder what it's going to be about. And he's still, like, in Southland Tales, and I'm not spoiling anything. There's time loops in that movie, too. It's fucking amazing. Really? Yeah, well, wait till you see Southland Tales. No, I'm not going to watch it. You spoiled it. <laughs> oh, screw you. <laughs> Okay, now we that's... find out, just like you said, Patrick Swayze has been arrested because the fire revealed child pornography and he pedophile stuff. Uh, kitty porn in his basement. A kitty porn dungeon is the way it was described. So now he's totally disgraced. Wow. I guess. And that was required that to get the mom on that plane. Six days left, Mike. Six days remaining. You're making fun. These are songs from the big chair, Carl. Carl from the big chair. These are songs from the big chair. It's it's big. Okay, so now Drew Barrymore is f -f -f fired. Get out of here. Work the week and yeah, and pack your stuff yeah. and skedaddle. And it's go, I go. guess because go, of the book. Oh, because of the destructors, Grand Yeah, Green? I guess. We're still on that. No. Ah! And nobody heard but oh, Danita. Oh, yeah, there she is. Their lunch. <laughs> oh, well. Bye, Drew. My mind's eye. <laughs> it's like they're crying. These are songs from the big chair, Carl. Okay, Listen. whatever that means. Do you mean the big chill? I don't know what the big chair is. No, Bruce or Fears, which God forbid they see and call themselves that, had an album where it was like songs from the big chair. Uh -huh. I was like, oh, songs from the big chair. Oh, all right. I was going to make fun of it. I thought you guys were extensions, but. <laughs> oh, no. Look at that. Kitty Dungeon. Now, in order to get the living receiver 
to fulfill his destiny of saving the primary universe, the manipulated dead must create and the manipulating living must create a insurance trap that ensures the guy's going to do it. And that's what's going on. They're setting up. All right. She's saying, listen, you got to go. She, yeah, she's uh, saying, oh, this is, I doubt your commitment to sparkle motion. Whoa. There's the money shot. But I do like how she's like, she's kind of dressed down a bit when she, when she comes in problems, mm -hmm. you know, like. It, it tries to give her like a little bit of a little dimension. She was the um, the nitty nit, you know the little fuss pocket uh, fuss bucket of what was it? It was Little Miss Sunshine, and she was like the registration lady. Sorry, you can't. Uh, I have to see that movie. Here it is. I. You should listen to. Your dedication. We did it. Uh oh, evil Frank. It up, oh, it's uh, getting it's yeah. Yeah, eight days remained. What the fuck's wrong with my son? Yeah, I know. That's Frank. Son? Mom, I can't explain. So Please now, don't make me explain. she's like, I'm going away. I have to go. Your sister's in charge. She'll drive you to therapy. And he's like, how does it feel to have a cuckoo bird for a son? And she's like, pretend, you know, it feels wonderful. She's like, she loves her kid. And it's very nice. Yeah. Yeah, good for her. Good for her. Yeah. If I had a kid, I'd love that bitch. You bet. <laughs> well, you know, honey, I was expecting a jet engine to land on you, but here we are. Do what you got to do, and then when you're ready to die from a jet engine, we can, of course, correct the universe. But, you know, <laughs> you do you. It is what it is. You do you. Uh oh, how many days remain, Carl? Oh, no, we don't get a... Look, he wrote his letter. Darko. Darko. They laugh at it. No, Wiley and uh, Drew Barrymore laugh at his name, like, as if to say, come on. No, I don't think it was at his name. I think it was just like he's a character. I, I always took it as they were laughing at his name, too. Look, Cellar Door. Uh -oh. Do you see Cellar Door on the... Chalkboard? Uh-huh. Why? No, it's just you, Carl. You're crazy. Now, Drew Barrymore, she's part of the one of the manipulated living. Look, these people, they know they're going to be destroyed, even though they don't. In 28 days, they'll do anything to save themselves. So they get they set the stage for the insurance trap, and that is cellar door. At the insurance trap, he's going to go down into the cellar. You'll see. You see, it was 1955. Okay. J.R.R. Tolkien said, sure. declared that the most English-speaking people will admit that cellar door is beautiful. The phrase cellar door, it's the perfect English phrase. 
Do you uh, agree? That, <laughs> that, that, no, no. I think you guys both did. Okay, you should listen now because now's the touching moment with Sin with Chinita. Oh, yeah. That's your catchphrase. Now look, she wrote Donnie right. Darko's name on her book with a heart. Yeah. Yeah, what a dick. Now she wear yeah. he wears her earmuffs as if to say, like, not I'm carrying you, but I'm connect like. So now we have well, he drama. Took... He, he he said. I'm creep, and she's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I like you!" And she ran off. He's like, "No, I'm gonna wear a part of you." Like, uh, no, like right, this is where he talks funny. he's gonna talk funny, right? Like he gets into like Frank's voice. No, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't get into Frank's voice. He okay. She, she, he's admitting that he flooded the school and he burnt the house, you know, and she's really scared. And he's like, did Frank tell you to do these things? And the answer is yes. And like he, this big thing is coming, which is supposed to be the end of the world. So he's like, I see Frank right now. And he now knows like, uh, remember he's hypnotized. So he's being honest. He knows right. that he's got to yeah. make a choice to do the right thing, and he doesn't want to do it. He's He wants to live. He's scared. Right. I'm telling you, he's selfish. It's only when he realizes that if he's going to continue this way, it's the world to the end, that he says, all right, I'll do something about it. <laughs> right? Like, it's raining. You're letting all the water in. That's fine. I'll and then when you get away, you're like, open the door. No, but Mike... <laughs> To save the universe means he dies. He dies. Well, you know, he knows it's a fake universe. That he should have done it a long time ago. No, in the primary universe, he won't exist anymore. He'll be smushed by a jet engine. Right, I'm aware of that. <laughs> he's, he's now he's like, I see, I see Frank right now. Oh, no. He looks up at the sky. Uh-oh. I'm acting. Carl, I'm acting. I'm Jake Kilgore. I'm acting. I'm acting. I'm acting. He was acting. His acting debut was City Slickers in 91 as like one of the kids. Oh, interesting. I guess. Well, he was in Bubble Boy. You ever see that piece of shit? Yeah, Bubble Boy. You wanted us to see it. He was in that. He was in John. Yeah, I wanted to be... <clears throat> Well, he was in a bunch of really good, like, kind of over-the-top movies you can find on Netflix. He did Okra and the uh, Elvid Buzzsaw is a good one. It's another mm -hmm. over-the-top film. Oh, nice. Have you seen Nightcrawler? That's a good That's one. a great film. Creepy. I loved him in that. <laughs> yeah, he was creepy in that. And I loved but him he, in Source he, he, Code. 
Source code, yeah. Good old source code. What a bummer that movie. More time travel, like, sort of. Kind of. Well, yeah, it's a time loop. You know, and then he, at the end, he's like, I'm going to move left because you're going to try to hit me on the right side. Ha ha. I took your handcuffs because I know the last time I got handcuffed. <laughs> Look at that. So now, and it's like, fine. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I was just pissed about that movie. Go ahead. It's just a plot point. She, she got into Harvard. And so, like, Ooh. the oh, FAA guy. Yeah, what's up with that? Nothing ever comes of it. So oh, this is like high school students party crawl. This is what it's like. Well, because she got into Harvard and the parents are away, they do a party. And at this party, I mean, it's got like a he's got like a day left. It's like tonight's the night, I think. And who should right. come over but manipulated live uh, dead his girlfriend Jenna Gretchen, and they even going to do it. Look at this. This guy's never been born in the 80s, and he's got people dressed up like Hulk Hogan. And Ronald Reagan. Yeah, nailed it. Well, it it was a movie. I'm sure that they had art directors, right? I'm telling you, this guy's a genius. (laughs) This film is genius. (laughs) I wish he was genius because I want him to. Okay, so now she doesn't know the parents are away. She's like... Call me the second you get this. Your son is going to do something bad. I don't know what. He's going to shoot up the school. Okay. Manipulate Dead comes over and says her mother is missing. It's got to be the stepfather who stabbed her. You know, and the police said to go somewhere where she felt safe. So. So, And I heard you at a party. And I wasn't invited. Well, you know, my stepdad's going to try to kill me, so I figured, well, maybe I should come to this party that you didn't invite me to. That's the only reason why I'm here. That's the thing. Yeah, you're right. She shows up for that reason. She wasn't invited. <laughs> no. Oh, look at all the little rabbit skulls. Oh, sister knows. Gothic sister. Okay, now, she's very distraught about her mother, and she's upset, and her mother might be getting killed. Who knows? And, uh... So what choice does she make? She makes love to Donnie Darko, who loses his virginity. Well, then he realizes, well, did it. 12 hours to spare. Yeah, I'm not a virgin anymore. And you you can go to heaven, porn star, ghost. Yeah, right. Be ball three. (laughs) I did it. I did it, God. I got the the nerds in lead. I'm Mae West over here. <laughs> she was doing Mae West that entire move. She says the ghost of a porn star talks like Mae West. Yeah. She didn't do oh, her research talk- for that film. Okay. Now, yeah. so the sister's like, where's my boyfriend, Frank? And the answer is, he went on a beer run. Oh, this is the audience goes, oh, now everything makes sense, I think. Now I get it. Okay, they're coming back from L.A. with the good news that they made it into the semifinals. Notorious. Notorious. Oh, Star Search, right, with Ed McMahon. Yeah, with Ed McMahon. Okay, here's a new comedian. His name is Sidbad. Wow, that was great. 
Wasn't there like a there's some country singer that dominated that show? I liked Sinbad. He wasn't threatening at all. <laughs> he was without that. He had orange Sinbad? hair. You, you think know, he's bad, he's, but he's without that. He's, Uh-oh. he's, he's that got thin and he's got bad in his name, right? Sin right. and bad. Sin. Sin being the Spanish word with, without. And then bad, meaning he's without that. Sin as without God. He's sinning. He's sinning all the time, and he's bad. Well, sinning he, is bad. He's not without bad. No, sin. Okay, That's what's going on with that. Donnie? What's going on with Donnie? He looks all fucked up. What's with Richard Kelly? I think he's fucking drugged behind the camera. Could it be it's time? What's this? He's getting led somewhere. Frank was here, went to get beer. Why should he know about Frank? Frank is the rabbit's name. Right. Who would read that? So his sister's been writing those notes, like, quote, the caucus. And now his sister wrote that? (laughs) Uh, Frank wrote it. And he wrote it in the same font that he wrote, they made me do it. Oh, and then the time. So now, <laughs> Donnie sees through a wormhole, and he starts to understand how it has to be him who goes and gets that jet engine. Right. He's got to do it with this telekinesis. Go ahead. Fuck me in the head. So now he's like, the time is near. I have to go talk to the author. She's the only one who will know what's going on, what I have to do. So he goes and he's like, he's going to put the letter in her mailbox. But uh, but that right. is the insurance trap. The manipulated living have brought him there. No, but those are the two friends that Donnie Narco has proving he has friends. Right? It's, all, it's Drew Barrymore for mentioning Cellar Door and talking about the Destructors. Right. It's Noah for telling him about time travel. These people are compelled by something they don't understand to, to like act and play a role so that Donnie gets, you know, I mean, it's, it's uh, Gretchen, uh, it's the guy getting, you know, it's the reason that the parents got put on the plane. It's now he sees what does he see? The door to the cellar, right? Yeah, weird. So he thinks there's something in there from me. Uh-huh. It's the Twister family. They're hiding from a twister. <laughs> the twister dog. Yes, it is. You can come out now. <laughs> Where's my cow? I have my cow right there. What um, happened to my cow during the twister? The twister oh, happened. Yeah. <laughs> it was a sight to be seen. I swear to God, if I paid a mission, I'd be like, I got my money's worth. If you saw that cow fly in the air, whoa, boy. Oh, Twister. It's a real movie with the real cow. No, no twisters were harmed in the making of this movie, but we fucked up the livestock. <laughs> no CGI cows were harmed. Your eyes might have hurt from looking at that CGI from 96, but it was okay. Wow, look, there's a piano in the cellar. This is a gin joint. 
see, there's really nothing down there for them, and he's a little confused, but it was Seth Rogen. Oh. I don't even remember this part. This is... So happened This is what gets Gretchen down on the ground, you see, and hurt. Right. Seth Rogen. Rogie. Boo. Now he's really he's sort of like doing him harm. He's holding him down. He's got a knife to his throat. Yeah. Must be like partying with Dave Franco. Yeah, right. Your brother couldn't come out tonight? No, uh, the cops wouldn't let him out. You got to hang with me. Okay, here comes the red car. Frank is in the car. Yeah. Okay. And that's the one he passed in the beginning of the film. Now, who oh, comes out? Know. Who comes out to check if there's any mail? Oh, the old lady. Or yeah. And so to swerve out of the way of the old lady who got her letter finally, he runs Gretchen right. over. And she's dead. Boom. Oh, no. And then it's going to be pathetic because it's going to be the guy in that Halloween costume. Like, what happened? Yeah, exactly right. With his California plates. It's in Virginia. I know. Uh, insane clown posse shows up. What a clown. <laughs> Beat it, clown. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like, Gretchen, wake up, wake up. Did, oh, did we run you over? Can you believe this clown? <laughs> Can you believe this clown? Look at the tire oh, no. tracks. Wait a minute, when he goes back to real universe where he, he allows the jet to land on him and then people live? Yeah. She doesn't even know who she, he is, right? Like, they never right. meet. That's right. There's Frank. They, but they'll all be haunted in their dreams about it. Now, look, remember, he's a crack shot, we learned, and he stole a gun. Yes, and? And his eye looks pretty healthy to me. Right, no gun, no gun. What's your point? Oh. Dead is dead, Frank. Well, that's why Frank haunts him, because he knows he's going to kill him. So he tells the clown run home and tell your parents that everything's going to be okay i guess it's because donnie has now decided he's going to do it that's right. how his oh, eye got sure. fucked up wow it all comes together meanwhile the fucking time travel lady's just hanging out in the middle of this she got her letter she found her letter she's going in to read it now they in the director's cut there's a necrophilia scene. Really? I don't know. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a threesome it with, it's a threesome with Frank and Gretchen. <laughs> they said, listen, for the home release. Oh look, Blockbuster is gonna make a blockbuster. Yeah, card. did you see the blockbuster cards? They might want to see a video Just tonight. Like Just like the eighties. I'm going to go rent uh, Tiny Darko from Blockbuster. I'll be right back. They didn't have all they have is Estarco. All they have is Estarco. Why would someone make a sequel to this movie? I don't know. And I didn't watch it, but reports are that it's really quite weak. 
Look, look. Oh, certainly. Yeah, look. The skies are dark. Shit's fucked up. Yup. Could it be a black hole is forming? Oh, I fucked this shit up. Oh, I really fucked this shit up. This better be a time hole loophole. <laughs> this better be a dream. Ew, he's got his dead girlfriend in the drive. Yeah, he's got his dead girlfriend in the front seat. See, he, with his love of his life gone, uh, you know, the only way he can save her and everybody like Chinita is to do his duty. What is that because of his duty, though? He just lies in his bedroom and waits for the dead engine to land on him? Yeah.
energetic particles in his rays I can't explain neglected expectations and reflections of pain Keeps on defining all of these shapes that I can't sit in the prison of the prisoners. Well, I chase the shadow in the prison of the prisoners. I chase the shadow. And reflections of pain, yeah, the fiery light from the sky keeps on defining all of these shapes that I cannot escape. Yeah, the prism, all the prisms. Yeah, 
hypocrisy is ubiquitous And it seems like errors and hunger is all that we share was Salty and his Prison of Prism song. Jay Chez mix. <laughs> I hope you're listening. Hey, if anyone's listening and they want to call in, um, it, the number is 415-550-0511. You want to talk about rainbow stuff? I'm going to keep the song train rolling and play more um, rainbow tunes. This is a uh, a dear friend of mine from I Don't Know Cafe and his Monkey Evolution song. This is Justa. Thanks, Justa, for letting me play your your music. Well, it all started with big old bang. Bunch dirty eyes. Just a thing. Came together in a big old song. Play well, it's a monkey evolution. Monkey and me won't walk around me without waiting. Evolution provides an explanation. Now we came about random mutation. Don't want to live longer than a breath. So good love and hide another and another one. Monkey evolution, monkey evolution. Don't call me banana Don't just want to mark yourself from the pajama No, but no, but don't need a biblical text Can't tell by your face You're a chimpanzee's exo He made a mind, made a prey Seems like I'm made up of DNA Well, monkey evolution, monkey evolution Long time coming to the obvious solution Monkey in the middle where the monkey is Participate in evolution. 
Okay, that was Justa with Monkey Evolution here at the Always Free Podcast of Muni Radio. I've got, it's always free. But we do take donations if you want to donate at the Mutiny Radio website or the Venmo at Mutiny Radio. Always free, but donations accepted. Um, now I'm going to play a song from our beloved Jai from Roadkill Cafe. This is Dream Big Live. This is a new song that I'm working on. Just wrote it tonight. It's a little sad, but... They can't all be pop songs. Oh 
from the past Come on in, evil 
so beautiful so that was a couple songs from our beloved I love from Roadkill Cafe this is an ohm from Pennsylvania behind me next uh, today is the first day of a vision council so I thought that I would play backwards ohm I would play backward move, backwards zone. That was cute. Um, Patch is explaining what Vision Council means to him. Uh, or Patch, that is. That's what I'm going to play. I played it once before, but it got cut off on the recording, and I thought today was a good day to play that. Started asking what exactly off about that. In fact, it's most people think of Vision Council as a question of where. Where is the next Where? But I also wondered um, why, how. So we could ask all the W's where, when, that's fairly easy sometimes. Who, that's really, that's nice enough, but it says it in the invitation all through Uh, how, why. Why, I guess, we do do the silent meditation. This is the thing about the Rainbow Gathering. that There aren't very many things about the Rainbow Gathering. That a lot of things happen in the summer. A lot of things in other happens every year. One thing that the Rainbow Gathering Individuals all over the world, 50 years almost now, meditate non sectarian manner. We've changed a lot of people. But I'm wondering how much of this is able to be brought to more people. One of the ways that I would think hasn't been tried. Swim down a rainbow gathering What might be able to be transported? 
found a way, perhaps in What would be a minimum custom butter test everywhere in a vision slowly I thought someday rainbow gathering everywhere once every nation every every county province every part enough hours that faith that it gives us, the faith that the person sitting next to you is able to when you sit in silence six hours really do makes what they say a day. This is Henry the Fiddler in Pennsylvania 2010 now. It's not a gathering without hearing Henry the Fiddler.
Here's a, a beautiful poem written by Orhal Kaufman. <laughs> okay, and after that, I, I want to play some some jokes from Marcus Meadow and from Wisconsin 2019, Tickling Tales and Jokler Jokes. Okay. And maybe find some other stories. And we might hear from William. Uh, he might call in and read some of his poems live on air. And if anyone wants to call live and, and contribute anything, the number is 415-550-0511. So the, this comes from, uh, Warhol Coffin is going to read a poem that comes from a book called Sweet Wolverine, which is a compilation. 2930. A wish list for hurtling through space, semi-alone. A blanket. Because sometimes it gets cold. Your phone may not work out there. Bring a book. Something to burn in your heart on the lonely nights. Your elders and our ancestors. One dark inked permanent marker. No excuses whatsoever. Bring some totem of this life you remember. An artifact of what preceded this casual oblivion. Bring an orange if you can find one. Bring all this and more. No jewelry. 
no extra clothing, no Bible to protect you, and no gun. Walk bravely. Perhaps someone will meet you there. Page 84. And just a friendly piece of advice. If you don't want someone to steal your lighter, put a swastika on it. All right. Now I'm going to play a recording from Wisconsin 2019, Tickling Tales and Joker Jokes from Marcus Meadow. And he had a little lamb. A hunter shot it dead. It goes with her to school each day between two hunks of bread. Now Mary has a little lamb, a little bread, and a little jam. Funny the first time. That's exactly. <laughs> Mary had a little watch. She swallowed it one day. So the doctor gave her castor oil to pass the time away. Castor oil, it did not work. Time, it would not pass. If you need to know how late it is, just look up Mary's ass. Yeah. Philosophy. A tree falls in the woods and there's no one around to still make a sound. Of course it does. If a man speaks in the woods and there isn't a woman present, is he still wrong? <laughs> in her mind, yes. <laughs> if a tree falls in the woods and there's no one around to hear it and it kills your wife, should you still hide the chainsaw? <laughs> and yell. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, widow makers around here. You don't even need a chainsaw. Mm -hmm. Just a good push. <laughs> we'll start out slow. Horse walks into the bar. Bartender says, why the long face? Blind man walks into the bar. Said, ouch. <laughs> Dyslexic walks into the bra. <laughs> I'm at the bottom here. That's yeah. No, I better quit while I'm still behind. Thank you. Okay, so I'm gonna play another song again. This is Dirt Road Rock Stack, Shanti Cena Skillshare song from our friend Salty. <laughs> I turned on the dirt road at the rock stack. Where rainbow gathered all the land. Well, I had picked up barefoot and hitchhiker. Thank you. 
bring back the peace. Okay, that was Shantasina from Salty. It was uh, Dirt Road Rock Stack, Shantasina Skillshare song. I want to do an episode about Shantasina and what it means and get people to call in and talk about it sometime. Maybe find some good Shantasina stories. Um, from the always, old always race. So this song is uh, from the mountain Nomad Mountain um, Outlaws, I think it's called. Or they're they're a rainbow band. Um, gonna play. They're doing a cover of Delta Bound.
Take off your cards and your bandana. Your name ain't suitcase. Your name's Amanda. You haven't basins. You left Montana. Cause you're in the trains and anarchy. Outside of Boston, you said my knuckles were fucking awesome. We dumpstered pizza and bought a space bag. Cause we're into trains and anarchy. I was sitting in a hobo jungle when I overheard some old heads telling their tales About the glory days and the things they'd done while riding on the fearsome rails And the stories they told were the kind of tales that ain't never gonna leave my head One after another with their spirits high, you wouldn't believe what they said Well, I did backflips in the middle of a hurricane while riding on an oil tank Rode a junker train into an army complex and rode out with the corporal rank And while riding through the Santa Fe tunnel on an open box car, wrestled me a bear Juggle chainsaws on that FEC while breathing on the Florida air. So I drank me another and I leaned in closer as the story started heating up. But I dared not sit with these big dogs still, for I was but a railroad pup. 
And stories got swift and crazy as the men got fire in their eyes And stories that they told from this point on would lay any to their demise Well, I fought off 15 bulls in the Baldwin yard with my hands tied behind my back Caught a train on the fly going 45 with 38 40s in my pack Made up a pot of noodles in a unit unseen while the engineer was there And by the way, I held back on that story before I was wrestling 15 bears Trains kid, and you think you got a story, well, you best just save your breath. Cause when it comes to railroad memoirs, I've heard the best of the best of the best. These old heads got a tale for every line and every single yard. So if you want to impress me nowadays, well, it's gonna be mighty hard. Unless you hop through Alaska in the dead of winter in shorts with no sleeping bag. Or you laid your eyes on every single one of Bozo Texino's tags. Or you snuck into an auto carrier and rode away in a Lincoln Town car. If your stories don't match the old heads, kids, you best save them for the bar.
Okay, we have a caller in. Uh, George from Mexico has something he wants to say. Hello. 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 You're on air at Mutiny Radio. Uh, you said he has I a message. I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Hello. Hello? Yeah, hold on. Hold on, please. Okay. Can you speak a little bit louder? Uh, yeah, is that better? Can you hear me? Eh? Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can't really hear you. Okay. Look, I want to send a message to somebody if I can. Can I? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's got... Mande? Hello, Spanish. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Go ahead. Ah, you don't speak Spanish, right? Uh, no, but you can say it in Spanish if you need to say it in Spanish. No, I just... Uh, well, no, I speak English too, but I just want to send a message to my mother. Because I'm over here on my tornillo. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. We can all hear you. You're live on air right now. Yeah, I'm on my tornillo and I want to send a message to my mother. If I can. You can. You can. Go ahead. I can't hear you. Can I? Yes. Well, can I say it right now or when? Yeah, you can say your message right now. You're on air right now. Can you hear me? Okay. Madre, le quiero mandar un saludo, la quiero mucho, ella sabe que la extraño mucho, yo mi nieto, y la quiero mucho, madre. I love you, mom. Y tú sabes que estamos en Manzanillo, Colima. La amo, madre. A mis hermanos también. Y a todos mis hermanos. Oh, my brothers, come, that I love them, and I miss them, and I love them. I love you, mom. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank Bye. you for calling in. What? Can, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, it's, it's on. It's on. It's on air right now. Ah, thank you. You know me, cause we don't call this this number. You know what I'm saying? This radio station, but because we are here by the beach. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to see my grandma. They're doing all these things. You know what I'm saying? She wanted to fucking send a message to my family. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Walking, you know, enjoying the rain, everything, you know what I mean? Yeah, this is Mutiny Radio, and we have uh, free speech, so you can call in and say whatever you, whatever you want on this show. Yeah, well, I want to thank you, okay? Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you for calling in. But don't hang up, don't hang up, don't hang up. Hold on. Please. I have to hang up because there's a, a lot of background noise in La nueva que se hizo Pablo Montero ahorita en el confinamiento. Is that part of the message? Es la nueva que salió. La de los viejitos. Pero mi suegra. All right, thank, thank you for calling in. All 
All right, thank you for calling in from Mexico. I'm going to have to um, get off the line now. Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, we're going to have to end the call now and get back to our uh, other programming. Thanks for calling in and sending out your message. All right, thank you. Thank you. All right, have a great day. Okay. That was cool that uh, we had a caller in. And if anyone else wants to call in, the phone number is 415-550-0511. He just spent, sent a message out to his mother. I hope that gets to her. I hope she listens to Mutiny Radio. And uh, next I'm going to play... Um, I saw... All right, cool. That kind of threw me off track a little bit. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. Um, I'm just gonna play another Jai song until I find the thing about Standing Rock I wanted to play. Oh. 